Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm trained to toot. Whoa. Um, I'm I'm Zach Griffith Jr. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sick. Sick. And uh, we are a uh, professional wrestling podcast based out of the great state of Boise, Idaho. The whole state of Boise, Idaho. This is, this is weird. Boise State University. <laughs> Boise. Coming, hey, it's cool. I'm an alum. Coming to you from uh, our own homes. I'm in a different location today because my internet is trash. You're still in the same location, but you're in a different location mm. within your domicile. Yeah. Also, shout out to whoever Logan is on YouTube leaving us comments. I guess we can be friends. I don't know. What are your politics like? Uh, how important. do you feel? How do you feel about uh, important issues that we end up um, talking about on this show a lot? Let, let me say, I, I'll verify this. Logan, if you're a real person, I'm sorry, but um, that <laughs> comment did go up literally moments after I finished uploading. Well, Which happens on every uh, video. I know the that there happens to, there happens to be a lot of people what? just cruising around the Genuine Wrestle Boys YouTube page. Uh, I'm the first. I mean, he did say want to be friends. Let's check. I'm gonna look into this guy. The first two were uh, the first two was loved it. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Engagement. So and thanks for engaging. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Loved this one a little less. Logan, if you're real, come and eat shit next time. I mean, okay, he does have a, a video talking about uh, how to play the video game Rust, which is a cool game, so. So you know what? Cool in my book. Uh, and one called Chilling in PUBG. Nice. Cool in my book, dude. Nice, yeah. Um, but yeah, we are currently on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out some of the other shows, like uh, We Do Keanu, my favorite one. Yeah, I just recorded a, an episode of that that'll come out in like six months when we finally get there. Yeah, um, pretty soon I'll be talking about The Matrix for three hours, because what's more entertaining than three white dudes talking about The Matrix for three hours? And that's not even a podcast, that's just him talking about it into the ether. <laughs> I mean... That's just coming from a roof in CUNA. It's true. I have done that before. <laughs> I, I I did hear from them that on the first Matrix episode, you you did bring up the uh, that it's all a trans allegory. So, mm-hmm. shouts out to you. I did oh, a yeah. little research besides just watching the movie. It wasn't like Point Break where I went in all heart. Oh man, I so I I did the movie Hardball and hell yeah. Oh fuck that movie. Going to the it shit. Rocks. Um, it doesn't really rock. It's like. It's almost a great movie, but it's kind of a shitty movie. You'll hear I mean, my thoughts. I'm I'm sure there's a lot of problematic stuff. Oh, it's not even uh, that. It's just that it's not oh. a good movie. But, but it's really, almost good. I was going through my uh 32-year-old uh movie collection, just all the movies I've curated. I have a type of movie that I really like, and it's um people who get in trouble teaching inner-city kids how to play sports. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. 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 Um, which which movie yeah. specifically? Hardball is one of them. Hardball. Little Giants is more a bunch of misfits to getting together and beating a real team. Becky the Icebox um, O'Shea. Hell yeah! Isai, shout out Icebox X Icebox X. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Uh, watched Little Giants. It's a good film. It's a good film. Uh, good, Rick Mor- good Rick Moranis vehicle. Teaching inner city kids though how to play ball. It's like teaching yeah, no, that one's that one's yeah, more like nerds. it's a bunch of it's a bunch of misfits. Getting what's together. that? What's that one movie with the uh, the big green? Oh, I love that one. No, the the one with uh, Sean Connery. The yeah, the big you're, green. You're, you're the dog now or whatever. <laughs> Finding Forrester. Um, yes, Finding Forrester. That's a great movie. That's uh, he teaches. Yeah, he teaches that kid. You're the man now, dog. You're the man now, hmm. dog. Oh, uh, Sean Connery kind of sucks though. So. He sucks a lot. <laughs> he sucks a lot, but he's fun to talk like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun to talk good like. Um. um I like oh my gosh. Way better than Sean Connery. Who? <laughs> the guy who played uh, Sean Connery on Celebrity Jeopardy. On that oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh oh definitely. <coughs> did you did you watch his uh, thing on Netflix? Daryl Hammonds? Oh, it is sad, dude. That guy grew up with it in a fucking... That dude had a hard childhood. Uh, Damn. But it's all about repressed memories and repressed trauma. It's hefty as fuck, but it's on Netflix. It's really Ooh. good. Hmm. Um, but but it sucks because I knew him as the Bill Clinton guy, and we started the documentary. like, all I know about Daryl Hammond is that he's Bill Clinton, and the whole thing is just about how he can't... I mean, it's not the whole thing, but a part of it is just that he can't escape. Bill Clinton. I want, I want more Al Gore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. He was a very good Al Gore. He was good at a lot of things. Heavy, lock, heavy, heavy lock, childhood. Lock. Um, guys, so much wrestling happened this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's just let's just fucking get into the highlights because Money in the Bank. Yeah. It was a short pay per view, so it won't take I loved that it. long. Shorter than an episode of Raw. Can you even fucking? I loved it. Yeah. So let's let's start with Wednesday. Um, this website just went dumb on me. Hold on a second. Uh, tell me what happened on AEW. <laughs> Sammy Guevara go. got murdered by a golf cart. Oh my that was god, that, that bump. Yeah, that match was actually so fun. There was a couple things that were cool. Um, a couple things that were really fucking not great. But- Jake Roberts... He brought, the sn- he brought the snake out. He brought out the snake. <laughs> Which I was like... Uh, I don't know if I can do him this week with my allergies. But el, el Io Te Earthquake? The son of Quake? Is that a snake? What's his snake's Quake name? Quake 2. Quake Reloaded. The electric... Whatever. What, uh, was, the, what was the religious name it had? Well, yeah, what was his snake's Revelations. name? Revelations. Revelations. Back when he was a, a Christian uh, Alcoholics Anonymous member. <laughs> I mean, I liked Brandy's promo before the whole thing about, like, this isn't the 90s. You try to make me cower in the corner. You come at me. I'm going to hit you back. Um, which this week you hit saw. hit me back. I got 22. <laughs> but uh, it, that did not happen this week. She got a, she got hit, and then a snake got put on her. Um, and then humped on her. And then so humped it, on her. That's right. So, so it actually did feel like the 80s, so. Wasn't wasn't great. Um, and then you watch some clips of Jake the Snake Roberts on Joe Rogan's podcast, and you're like, this guy seems like he's maybe not super great, but I'm glad, you know, he got his life. <laughs> I'm glad he got right after 20 years. Um, but right. regardless, the episode was interesting. Um, Nyla Rose returned. Yeah, that was nice. Oh, nice. That, was she, um, that jobber. Beating a jobber real, real quick. Yeah. That, that jobber... Um, Hope they got a little extra for the those bumps they took in that match. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, it was power bombs I mean, and that swanton. 
were. That swanton looked like it hurt fucking bad, dude. Any swanton <clears throat> looks like it hurts like a motherfucker, but true. I don't know. Edge and Christian podcast when they had Jeff Hardy on and he was just like, I don't like, give a shit. <laughs> talking about how, like, year by year, taking the swanton, like, hurt more and more. And, like, and now like, he doesn't even just try to protect the person because he's like, I just got to, you know, I got to brace myself. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I try not to hurt him. But, uh, oh, do you know what else I watched? I know we're getting, okay, no, no, right. Sorry. We'll get, that's later. Later. I shouldn't even. Okay. Um, yeah. But then, yes, Matt Hardy debuted. Also, at Double or Nothing, before that, uh, it was announced because Brody Lee stole John Moxley's title from him. Yeah, he just took it. That title gets stolen a lot. Gets stolen a lot, mm. dude. But, uh, you know, it's covetable. But anyway, double or nothing is going to be Brody Lee versus John Moxley. Um, should have been Brody Lee's first match. Probably mm. should have been. It's, but yeah, it is soon. soon. Especially because like he's going to end up losing. Brody? Something's got to happen. You that know, would be that would be dumb as hell. Yeah, I honestly think they can't beat Moxley now. <sighs> I feel like they. Sure. I feel like they got to. I think I, in my head those fucking minions are gonna, you know, banana. I mean, them. Be, yeah, they're gonna banana themselves kill. all up into that into that match, do, and then. Then if they do, then it's like bullshit. Okay. And then it kill AEW, it kills Brody. Well, then oh, AEW just kind of goes back on. We're not gonna do bullshit WWE finishes, and it's like, well, that's gonna. Be yeah, fun. but they have been since they started. Kind of. They've, uh, they've gone so back on because you either kill one of them or you like, and which one do you want to kill? I honestly, yeah, Moxley's a bigger star, and he just got the belt. You, you need to have yeah. a defense. Yeah, it's yeah. like, but don't fucking make a weird cult leader and then uh, make him lose in his first match. Why yeah. not? Bray Wyatt's doing great. I, I yeah I actually think Bray Wyatt's doing I don't know I I feel like he's going somewhere, um, yeah. but uh, it was yeah I don't know that it'll be interesting I'm excited to see that yeah. match I don't I, I don't know where it's gonna go but when is Double or Nothing two weeks from now when we're recording this which is the twelfth so, oh I mean, is it on a Wednesday no no or, no oh, it's on the, okay. whatever the Saturday not this upcoming okay, Saturday okay, but okay, the Saturday okay. after okay cool twenty third I believe um, okay. Yeah, soon, but yeah, and then oh, thank goodness they announced uh, oh, what was the other one that was kind of under no oh, uh, MJF versus uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry at Double or Nothing Jungle as well. Jack. That's a weird pay per view match, but I'm into it. It'll be fun, but there's no build to it. I mean, they'll do something next week. Um, yeah, but you know, MJF is making his way back and whatnot. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that'll be cool. Uh, yeah, seeing. The tag teamery of Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy was very, very fun. They pulled out a couple of Hardy Boys moves. Nice. It was fun. It was like watching a, you know, a band replaces, you know, somebody and then they but they're still playing the hits. Kind of nice. a thing. Uh nice. Yeah, it was, I don't know. Journey with their tiny Asian singer. <laughs> yes, Journey with that small man who won from YouTube. YouTube man. The small YouTube man. Uh, but yeah, they, I don't know. It was cool. AEW was fun. NXT was also pretty fun as well. NXT was cool. Yeah. Um, we, it started off with, uh, Don Dijon and Johnny G. 
Yeah. Yeah. New music for uh, All Heart No Soul. Yeah. Bad Boy now. Music. Bad Boy needs Bad Boy music. Spooky music. I will say it's better um, than his other song for his character. His yes, for his character, yes. yeah. I like the other They've song been. Better. Yeah. You love Paramore. Hmm. Yeah, um, it sounds like Paramore and Chasing Victory made a song together. Who's <laughs> here in 2007 is stoked. <laughs> I never listened to Chasing Victory as much as Taylor Raymond wanted me to. And one good album. Um, yeah, that match was... Dominic I don't Kovic remember much. ...to uh, wrestle smaller guys more. Because, like, yeah. it just, like, looks real cool, like... People bumping around yeah. like crazy for him. Also, Johnny's just really good. Johnny's wonderful. And I'm a little I'm a little worried about Dijon. I feel like Dominic Dijakovic, he's got like he had a super awesome thing with Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh I could see him being put in a program with the fucking, you know, uh the Archer of Infamy. Uh whatever his name. Not Punishment David- Martinez. What's his name? <laughs> I like how you remember Damien like, Priest. I remember his tagline, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Damien, don't worry, I do that. Damien Priest. There's a of him for me. Big guy, but watching him wrestle John. <laughs> watching him wrestle Johnny, I was kind of like, I don't know who I can really see him wrestle against. That's super interesting. Maybe other other than like, I don't know. There's a few people over at like UK that would be cool, but I don't know. It's, it's because he's like really big and like has like a really indie move set, and so it only works with certain people. Yeah, yeah, like him and Keith Lee genuinely do have a lot of magic together, but it's mm-hmm. like, and then obviously the stuff with him and Johnny, like it wasn't supposed to be a fucking show stealer of a match. I don't think, obviously, no. given the card, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it was just like, uh, I don't know, I don't know who I could really see him working with. Like, I uh, imagine like Dijon versus Velveteen. I'm like, I can't imagine really being that into that. Um, I, I want to see him against a small technical dude. Roddy. So, like, the roles are flipped. So, like, Roddy, Pete Dunne, Kushida. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. People who are also just very, very good. Very, very yeah. good. Well, Which, yeah. luckily, NXT has, you know, no shortage Undisputed era, just, like, all of them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah. It's like fucking Streets of Rage. Mm. Yeah, him oh, and Kyle would be, would be fun. <laughs> the new one? Is it sick? Yeah, I beat it yesterday. I thought about buying it. I have Xbox um, Game Pass, so it's sick. Nice. Um, Tazawa versus Gallagher. Gal- <laughs> I almost said it's Jack Gallagher, right? Not Gallagher. Gallagher. It's Gallagher, the uh, comedian. You about to smash <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not watermelon boy. Yeah. To to my understanding, yeah. it's it's Gallagher. Yeah. As yeah. a as a descendant of the O'Gallagher uh, clan in in Ireland, it, that's how it is. there we have. That's it. what I thought. Yeah. Um. Did Tozawa win this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tozawa won He's this. He's great. He's ah, great. A, yeah. It was a good match for the time that it got. I just felt like they could have given him more because it was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You're both. Yeah. Because these, these guys have wrestled so fucking much. Yeah. Like yeah. 205 live staples. Like. Yeah. Uh, Carry on Cross and Scarlet made Carrion. their debut. Carry on Macula Cross. Carry ons are extra. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they had a fucking awesome entrance. Yeah, that entrance they... was like a WrestleMania main event entrance. It um, so, it, rem- yeah. it it reminded me of like the first time I, Alistair debuted. Like yeah. it was yeah. that level, but it doing was... it for two people. Yes, and it was like that plus. Like Katie and I were watching it, and it was just like it. I mean, it was like an 
like a music video in the sense that like yeah. she was singing it first and then he started singing it at the end. I was like, am I watching a fucking play? He has this Phantom of the Opera in front of me. <laughs> and then yeah. he proceeded to murder Leon Ruff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Also, that it's name a rough is match. that name is so close to Leo Rush. It's really close to Leo so, Rush. He is an above um, wrestler though. Yeah. Also, I want to acknowledge your joke, Zach. I really liked it. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the, they, Harry and Cross and Scarlet like came off like such stars. Oh yeah. They, oh, yeah. That like you can make people feel like stars in like this whole like no fans era right now because like yeah, like automatically like, from like the moment like the music started and like it had like the silhouette of Scarlet and then she's like singing it and then like it hits like this heavy shit and she's going nuts and. He looks like a. Yo, like, that was a psychopath. Jason Newstead era Metallica ass baseline yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, so who is doing their music now? Like, right, do we know? Because it's not, that's definitely, that, that ain't no CFO dollar sign track. No, and yeah, they're gone, so. It was no excellent. <laughs> it ain't no down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm hoping, I'm very excited to see their future. I'm hoping that it. They don't fizzle out quickly. Yeah, um, I could see that happening. He's really good. He's very okay. good. Um, I, I what I loved about their entrance is that it feels like something out of like a post-apocalyptic movie of some kind. Oh, one hundred percent. But also, like in that movie, it could equally be this is what happens right before you see them have sex, or him <laughs> go into the like you know the arena and rip someone's head off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. If, also yeah. For sure. They didn't like really change like scarlet from like wearing what she did like an impact and on the indies because that's her character like the smoke show and like mm. that's like who's like she wants to be so like they didn't like oh we gotta tone it down a little bit no she has this like super badass like you know like detective noir kind of like fucking i don't know badass gimmick yeah well just kind of mm. like yeah. knowing like her other work and stuff like like knowing that like she looked the same it, like yeah. it was a part of the whole act, and like they're not like having her change to like something that's like, you know, like a shittier version or like a, yeah, or like super version. watered down. She's, yeah, she's just wearing the more conservative side of the lingerie she'd wear in Impact. <laughs> yeah. She also yeah. isn't eating yeah. bananas in a training video. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what um, I love about her character too, though, is that she's really good in the ring. Like, yeah. that's the whole thing. Sick. Is like you kind of like did like kind of just like brush her aside or whatever like you don't expect her to be all that much because of the gimmick but like then she like subverts that and it's she's <laughs> she throws you know, destroyers around canadian destroyers <laughs> yeah i i would love i'm sure this is what they're building to but some sort of like mixed tag between johnny and candace um, oh yeah I think I think we uh last week when we uh, when we were talking to Nello, I think he had mentioned something briefly about oh, that's how where that, I how, probably got the idea because from. like well it's that idea of like uh yeah because you can't really have the two evil couples in NXT you know like one of they're gonna they're probably gonna have to go at it to see who's the fucking most vicious couple who's the most evil. Which is evil. awesome. I mean, With, I can imagine a mixed tag match between the two of them could main event like a fucking. I mean, it would be great. With how they mm-hmm. introduced him, like, essentially, like, they pretty much positioned him that he has to be the one to take the title off Cole. 
Yeah. That um, also makes a lot of I sense. Would, yeah. I, yeah, I would mm. love that. Like both like both of those couples are the couples you hate from your high school, but one are like the like choir nerd ass kids like couple that you hate, and one's the, the fucking kids. the football player and, and the cheerleader you hate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. But it's almost <laughs> but it's like with the cheerleader and the, the football player, you're a little bit almost more like, Well, at least I know what I'm getting with them. Yeah. <laughs> with the theater like, couple, it you it could it's almost like I don't even know if I want to know. Fucking more annoying. Fucking singing in line at the TCBY, and you know like, whenever they whenever they well, have an argument, like when Tyler it's... was dating this girl named Hannah. This is, <laughs> this is making me go to high school. Hannah Buffy, if you remember, her. I'm I remember her. I yeah, never, uh, <laughs> fucking. Was, I was like, they would, shout out. <laughs> they would just sing to each other, like, and it was the most. Annoying, and it was like they would sing like Moulin Rouge like songs to each other. Like, I'm getting that's, that makes that's me feel literally Chris my Tyler. number one anxiety trigger. <laughs> like literally, like it. I like, know pe- people you, singing in public. You've talked about like, that, and I agree with you. No, stop. Oh yeah, where it's just like, oh yeah, I'm get, I'm feeling a little cringed up thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. you really fucking triggered yeah. me on this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I think it would be great to see them all fight. Yeah, I'm very excited for. What the future holds for Carrion Car- Cross and Scarlet. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Io Shirai. Um, they were having a good match. It was one of Charlotte's better matches she's had. She's been actually doing pretty well, too. Yeah. And so, like, it's kind of saying something. I didn't like the finish, but I like the idea that they're trying to protect everybody. But Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it was one I- of those things where... It- <laughs> It kind of sucked me out of the moment to be like, oh, yeah, we are just watching a TV, you know, NXT. Yeah. We're not going to get any I, huge satisfying conclusion. Out yeah. Of it. I, 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 it's kind of a bummer for me just because, like, there's the rumors about EO, like, not being happy and maybe not going to resign and stuff. Like, we'll see. But, like, if that does end up being the case, like, she's also talked about Charlotte being her dream match. And I feel like if she doesn't resign, she probably won't get the, the, the match with the finish, you know? Probably. Yeah. I, I wasn't this is leading to a three dog night, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you could I take wasn't... the title off of Charlotte and not have her get beat, which is then like, a, yeah, protects her. Yeah. I wasn't mad at the finish just because, like, I don't, I knew, I thought Charlotte was going to win. So they kind of surprised me Same. with a not clean finish. Yeah. So that was a nice little swerve. But yeah, clean yeah. finishes are always better. But it would have killed EO. It, I don't think it would have done anything bad for Charlotte. No, not at all. No, no. But, I, I, you know, I do think that Charlotte still, like, hanging on to it mm. could still serve to do a lot of good for a lot of mm. other wrestlers as well. I'm going to guess her her run in NXT might be shorter now than it was originally planned because they might be wanting her back up on the main roster now. Yeah, because she's going to be on SmackDown on Friday, so... Mm, and well, one of roster. Raw's biggest, yeah, one of Raw's biggest uh, talents is off screen for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. But no, nope, it didn't prevent any glare. And then it was Kushida versus who did he fight? Jake Atlas. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Very they, fun match. Very good. I they, like Jake Atlas a lot. They crammed so much stuff in like five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just needed to give it a bit more time, but like they were trying to hit so many different things. Mm-hmm. So maybe take a couple segs off. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was um, good for what it was. I love the finish because 
him catching like those arm bars and stuff out of nowhere is always great. Like mm-hmm. there's one from like the best of super juniors a few years back where like Kyle O'Reilly was like running off the fucking ring apron onto the floor and like it like fucking rolls into like an arm bar and it's so sick. Hmm. Damn. Oh hell yeah. I've seen that spot, yeah. I love that. I and that's a that's the thing that's so cool about like the smaller wrestlers too, is just how fluid they can be is just <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. Kushida is next level. Yeah. Kushida oh, yeah. is like maybe like the most fluid wrestler on the planet, like technical wrestler. I, lo- I love it. I love watching him. Yeah. Uh, we had a match with Denzel DeJournette and Cameron Grimes. And afterwards, Cameron Grimes cut a little promo saying he wasn't scared of Finn Balor. Then Finn Balor came out. Guess that was, what? That was awesome. Cameron Grimes is a fucking coward. Dude, seriously, I was kind of <laughs> expecting him to at least like. I loved it. That's such a good I, back up I his loved it a little bit. It just oh, makes no, it was great. Yeah, I love like Cameron Grimes is like he's legit, like a very legitimate competitor. Like he like has had solid wins and like he he's like always pulling stuff out and has some really good wins. But then at the same time, like he's not afraid to make himself look just like a fucking weirdo. Like, yeah, because yeah. he is a weirdo. Like, and he Finn, had he Finn had Ballard. a feud oh based God. on his hat already. It's <laughs> <laughs> true, dude. I Finn Balor is such a fucking scary badass. Yeah, his just his abs are scary. Just that alone. Plus, you get the he's a, he has a menacing presence to him. Or not a, menacing, but in, intensity. Yeah, he's fucking very mm-hmm. intense. His, I mean, his, go his. back watch like Prince Devitt promos where he's like fucking like kidnapping reporters and like pretending <laughs> and then mock executing them. Awesome. Like Hell he, yeah. he, wild. he has like a scary level. Carl, yeah. Him just drunk as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking his promo was really odd though. Yeah. It's like kind of insidery, which is, uh, <laughs> yeah, which is like very Russo esque, but he made it work. Yeah, it felt very catered to the smarky crowd. Us. Um, us. But it, yeah, it was still really effective. Like, even if you didn't know exactly what he was talking about, which, I mean, most people knew what he was talking about. But, like, even if you didn't, you'd still be like, well, this guy fucking means business. And then like the show Captain ended. fucking New Japan. Captain That's not what New happened, Japan. Derek. The show didn't end. Yeah, the show ended with Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. Yo, Dream is off, huh? Yeah, Dream is not good right now. Like Dream, sh- uh, Dream I over. To, I forgot who it was. It might have been Brian Alvarez. Um, he just says Dream isn't a good character when there's no fans, because it mm. draws from yeah. like, their reaction. Hi, Mira. And so, like, he isn't the best like wrestler. He's not the best promo, and there's not the reactions there. Mm. Yeah, and so like his character is on like four or five different levels down now. Mm. And I can't mm-hmm. tell if like it's his energy levels lower because of that, or if he is actually still a step like feels a step slower in ring too. It yeah. like yeah. I've like I've been trying to figure out like what it reminds me of, and I finally figured out it reminds me of like. Specifically, Derek Rose, but basketball players who like get an injury and come back and they are never like they never play the same speed, like and 
like that's what it reminds me of right now. Like he's just is slower. Like he's slower. Mm. Like nothing looks as crisp. Like you can just tell it's in his head and maybe physically too. Like, like character wise, yeah. Like since ring work isn't there, like he lost all his confidence. I don't know. It doesn't feel. I do get that feeling, like the kind of crisis of confidence, but not like as a character, but like genuinely coming Patrick, across in the in pa- the ring. Yeah, Patrick yeah, yeah. is having this, not Velveteen Dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the finish was, um, weird. Um, I mean, it makes sense for Undisputed Era, but when just Dexter Lumis, let Adam he, Cole when win. He came out uh, under the, like, from under the ring was really funny. It was terrifying. <laughs> that was awesome. He, that guy is fucking hilarious. I will say I, he's so unintentionally funny. It's all in his face. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it's like. I, I feel like he. Ha- I hope he's a- self-aware enough to understand that him doing that little fucking crawl out of the ring on his fucking knees is funny. I hope he's yeah, self-aware he, enough to be well, in on the follow, joke. Follow him on social media. He he gets it. Good. Yeah. I still can't not think about his character stalking Kirksey Hemi at DNA. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then also when he just was randomly with the Nightmare Family. <laughs> It's so weird. Um, so yeah, how exactly did that match end again? The right, it was the undisputed era. Just sort of came and did some fuckery. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was some just AEW, like WCW. <laughs> like, I mean, they they are NWO for NXT, so like, well, sure. overbooked. You know, yeah, he big hit, big smas. Yeah, he hit like the ref, and then he had the visual pin. I thought mm-hmm. AEW this week, AEW this week was tighter than I. I feel like they're doing a better job with the empty arena stuff. We don't have to dive into there's it. Jamming forty people in it. <laughs> I, I I feel like it's hit or miss. Like which one's better? Um, like I feel like right now, a like this week especially, this was AEW's like best overall performance. They did like, great yeah. Yeah, of empty arena, but also this is like. There were, I'd say, a month straight that I thought was dog shit from the Empire Arena stuff for AEW, like, not that long ago. So, you yeah, know, just hope that they stay on this trajectory. I hope so. Yeah. I, I, I'm i just, yeah. To me, it shines so, so much more even right now that they have so much freedom to decide what they want to do. And that does not always end up for the better. But I still think it makes, for me, me a more captivating show. But that's not to take away from how fucking good oh, the matches on that, NXT are. That Aaliyah came and like helped Chelsea Green. She might be a part of the oh. Robert Stone brand. You know, like oh. if anything, like it makes sense. Like yeah. her for her character, and like if she's gonna still be there, try something out with her. And like even if she ends up being the Robert Stone brand, you know, Chase Owens, where she eats every pin. At least um, Chelsea's not. I mean, like not. <laughs> I mean, if that's what they're trying to do, you know, but yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on to SmackDown. You guys talk about it while I go pee. Yeah, we can. Um, I don't, the tag, I match, don't... the tag match was really fun because Don Morrison in there with the Lucha guys is sick because he knows that how is to really cool. Lucha guys. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they let them just fucking go because like they're hitting like dragon runners and shit. <laughs> and so yeah, I, cool. I honestly, I did watch. I watched the Hulu edit, and I don't really remember. It's not coming to mind. Um, yeah, I kind of got just sucked up by 
money in money the bank, bank for me. Yeah. No, same here. Especially because like the end, like they just were all trying to pose with the briefcase for no reason. Oh uh, yeah. I was very happy when Baron got the briefcase because I was like, well, he's not winning on Sunday then. <laughs> oh yeah. He's he's just near murdering two individuals. I am very mad about how they explained that away on Monday. I am too. I am too. And I just oh, we let will, it we, be weird. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And Unless I thought, it, oh, I, I thought hoping. for a second, I thought for a second they were gonna let it be weird when Ray was talking about how a miracle happened. But then the miracle, yeah, it was just like, oh, that sucks. That there's precedent within pro wrestling kayfabe that you can survive getting thrown off a building and even have a match the same night. And and there's precedent in WWE that you can be dead. You can be a dead man, and you can come back. You kind of sounded like Razor Ramon and like Scott Hall. Like, you can be a dead man? <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. You, hey, yo, you can hey, be yo, dead. I, sh- I should be, be dead. dead. You could be dead, or you could be alive. I, ki- I did kill a guy once. That wasn't, I mean, but it was, I mean, it was out of self-defense. That'll fuck well, a guy up is, for life. This is what I, I said to a group chat that I'm in of what they needed to do with um, Ray and Black. And so what they do is they have um, police show up and they interrogate Corbin. He's just like crying. It's like, oh, like no. I did. Oh, God. That they, is so good. And they, they, that would have been great. And then um, <laughs> Black and Ray just show up in the room like, hey, guys, what's up? And Corbin <laughs> is just like a fucking wreck. And he's like, what happened? Like, what are you talking about? So they make him think like that nothing ever happened. But like, he's like still just freaking out about it. And so then that, like he keeps showing up kind of like how Neville did when he lost the Cruiserweight title. Just more and more tired and yeah. haggard looking. And like he just keeps asking how like they survived and how it happened. They're just like, we don't know what you're talking about. Dude. And then a few months down the road. You just fucking like they show him run and jump off the roof because he needs to know how they did it. And then it cuts to Ray Mysterio on the phone just saying it's done. And then like Alistair Black's in his room with like a fucking phone <laughs> and just says, Good. And then boom, Baron Corbin's written off of TV. <laughs> and it's like a really interesting three months. And comes back as the new Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, like they dedicate the whole next episode to Baron Corbin. <laughs> like and like they, have, they have like a casket there, and like he sits up out of it as Undertaker too. Dude, if Baron oh, Corbin, Undertaker, oh. dude, if if Baron Corbin just started going by Undertaker too after that too, oh, I would be fine with that. God, during okay, like we'll talk about it more when we get to like fully going through Money in the Bank. Yeah. There are moments with Baron Corbin during that whole match that. They are teasing me so hard for that dream I have. I think it's how they I think use it's a, Baron Corbin. I think it's an. <laughs> oh my god! I keep fucking up the mic that's recording the audio, and I'm sorry about it. Uh, but I think they're full. I think they're fully there. I feel like Baron's in on it. Uh, he's having a good time. I feel like it's about to be sweet, sweet I, Baron. Baron the the doofus season. I, I think that for backstage stuff and like and made in like these pre-taped things. We're going to be getting there because obviously someone like there on the writing team and and I think him gets that that is really good. But mm-hmm. the way they use him, like book him week to week in ring, I don't I think is always going to undercut that because these are always going to be like 
pushed way too hard actually in ring. Like right That's now true. he's being the first person to do this, you know, wild card rule junior thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't, and it doesn't somebody. do anything. So, but, um, yeah. I will say this. I don't like Baron Corbin. I don't, his character doesn't do shit for me. I don't think he has like three cool moves, which sucks because everything else in between is like the worst. But he does every single little thing that WWE asks him that's so shitty and stupid, and he fucking does it a hundred percent. You know he does. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I and I don't, I don't think he takes himself too seriously. But it does become so the question. But it does become the question is is. The, still, the writer's room or Vince take that character too seriously. He gets pushed to the fucking moon, so like, he's mm. fine. It's, it's, I mean, it's every night with fucking Roman on the line. Vince. I don't think it's even just Vince. I think it's basically all of the old school agents and producers and everyone there and Vince see him as like the only true heel they have, like, and that people legit hate him. <laughs> and they, Go and they mistake that for being a good automatically a good thing in in the year twenty twenty. Maybe when it's just the it's not. Maybe it's the quarantine. I don't know. I think I I think Baron's over. Uh, he's over with me. I like him. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoy him. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's the <laughs> closest. <laughs> I I think he is the closest <laughs> to having that. Like being at a at a place where I could like legitimately enjoy him as the doofus he should be, but I'm just not confident they're actually going to follow through enough or... Yeah, that's uh, true. I think they're always going to get a little shy about like making him not feel quote-unquote legitimate or like as a threat in the yeah. ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, yes. Uh, for sure. That That's the one thing from keeping it being super silly, but at the same time I kind of like that he's booked in that upper mid-card but just to be kind of like the comedy spot. But he wins yeah, so much. He's, yeah. Well, he's the ultimate company guy. He's the new Triple H. Triple he's H the new Triple H. <laughs> um. Yeah. Were you still talking about SmackDown? No. Let's done? go to. Let's talk about Money in the Friggin' Bank. Yeah, All in right. Bank uh, in the Bank. Pre-show match: Jeff Hardy beats Cesaro. I didn't see it. I also good. haven't seen it. I bet it was. I bet it was good, but way too short. Thirteen minutes. Oh, that's better than normal. Pretty good. Uh, I I want to. I mean, I will go back and rewatch it. I just haven't yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Cesaro's great in the ring. Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time anyone goes away and comes back, I'm curious to watch. He moved mm-hmm. way better than I thought he would. That's good. Okay, that's good. He to had hear. some good time off the rest, you know. Like, and he like he looked good right when they first came back, and then the injuries started happening. So. And like, yeah, it's him, time like, to heal up. in like a like a lot better of a place mentally and with his <laughs> substance abuse problems, like you could tell like he's like a lot of passions there because he really wants like that good run. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to. Or be he really wants for like all the bullshit and everything. So mm-hmm. I I hope that's what it is. I hope that's what it is. Um, like, they obviously saw huge things like for him, like he won the U.S. title the the week that he and Matt split up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a fatal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. That's the fun. New Day. 
The Miz and John Morrison. Lucha House Party and the Forgotten Sons. Yeah. Do unto others. Pantera Rich plays in the background. <laughs> I wish just pinch harmonics. I wish Jackson Riker was more of an in-ring presence. He, is he like injured or something or no? No. No. They just never use him and he's like the guy that looks the best out of him. They're kind of going oh, my this gosh. weird like veterans thing with them and he actually like was like the military what I was like, like wasn't. It's like yeah, they Brandon Cutler. Yeah, I was like, have Cutler be the mouthpiece. Brandon Cutler has not been good in the like. He's Steve regressing Cutler? in the ring. What? Steve, Steve Cutler. Cutler. Oh, who's Brandon? Hey, I don't know. I said what Zach said. Brandon yeah. Cutler is in. Uh, he's uh, on the Bears, right? Duh, on the Bears. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Type one diabetic. Uh, yeah. Jay Cutler. I I don't know anything about football. I just proved that. Oh, Jay, Cut- Jay Cutler smoking is one of the greatest memes. It really is. <laughs> oh, the old pigskin. Um, I do like. Um, uh, I like this match. I thought that Lucha House Party really got to kind of show what they can do, which is really cool. Like for multiple yeah. weeks in a row, they've been able to do this. So, um, they, yeah, they made um everybody except for John Morrison and The Miz look great. Like John Morrison and the Miz, I, have, I it's one of those things that I just can't get behind because it feels such like such an afterthought. Yeah, it's just even though it wasn't right, it well, was like, it, it's some of the most it's what entertaining people like on the promos because like they're actually funny together because the Miz actually dialed back the Miz and you can see a little bit of Mike because like they're actually like best friends so. And, oh, no, sick. and and they they seem to be having fun, and it's not necessarily that. It just sucks because that's what the Miz and Morrison. In the ring, so it really stops. <laughs> well, I you know when you have someone like John Morrison who is actually a lot better than the Miz mm-hmm. in the ring, it does seem a bit glaring. The but uh, sexy, the Friday Night Delight. But that's what they were before. I mean, so it's this thing that he goes away for a long time. It was a big deal that John Morrison got re-signed, and then. Bam, just like that, he's back to where he was when he left. And yeah, it's, it's just, like nothing changed. And they're not even and doing... wasn't even part of this. And they're not even doing anything to make it feel like it's more special this time or anything. No, they're so, just doing a... What the fuck was the, the Office rap song? Uh, Dirty Scranton? Oh, yeah. Straight out of Scranton. Straight out of Scranton. Yeah. It was Lazy Scranton. Lazy Scranton. Lazy Scranton. Scranton. That's right. Because it was the Lazy... That's right. Yeah. Making fun Uh, of Lazy Sunday. um, The um, first YouTube video I ever saw. Yeah, that video... Like, that video they released in that song is just like a bad version. Even worse version of that. I wanted to die. (laughs) I did not like it. I did not like it. And I I thought they thought it was really, really funny and not that the joke was on them. And that (laughs) sucked. I thought it was okay. You were wrong. <laughs> uh, the New Day ended up winning the titles for what the thousandth time? Uh, they retained. Retained. They are oh, okay. eight-time champs. Um, okay. When Big E was eating everybody's finishers, I knew they were winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, which is good. I mean, that's cool. Yo, I want some. I forgot where I heard this idea come up, but now I heard it. I want it. I want a Big E versus Drew singles match so bad. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, we were supposed to have MVP versus our truth. Uh MVP nope. is fucking killing it right now. Oh my god. Like, I wasn't watching really when he was around, but I would like check in and I distinctly remember like talking to a 
friend of mine like in high school like that also was like vaguely familiar with wrestling but wasn't watching at the time and we saw mv we like turned it on and saw mvp and immediately were like wow i'm glad i'm not watching wrestling right now this i (laughs) this character is dumb and this guy isn't very good so like the fact that he hit well now that he's playing the role the stuff he's doing with lashley is incredible because he's like Mm -hmm. he's a real life motivational speaker and he's basically like i'm gonna channel all of that into bobby lashley and that's perfect right now mm-hmm. it's what bobby lashley needs uh someone just encouraging him to be lashley uh i'll tell you what we don't need and that's skipping forward to raw is lana just fucking yelling i, think I don't real. like She's i don't to be written off for a bit and repackaged. i don't like that at all it was a really cool segment and then it was just like oh oh man mm-hmm. this sucks it's weird because like i don't know if it's decisions that she's making for her character or direction she's getting but like she's just like the screaming she's doing and then you go back to like original run when she's managing rusev and how good she was and she was like had a wide range of performance like she'd be really like quiet and almost the jake the snake thing of like speak quietly and like directly and make people like lean in to listen like she had that down in their original run when she was just Rusev's manager, and now it's just, and but she's been acting more, so you'd think she'd be better, but she's better worse. It. it seems yeah. like she's become like a, like a like a parody of like a sea level actor. <laughs> no, for real, they're like, all right, just here, do the first take. Uh, you know, just get all your energy out or whatever, and then they, but and she just screams, and it's not even directed anywhere; it's just screaming. I hate it. Don't Bad. like it. But yeah. MVP, yes, great. MVP, um, besides he's not going to be in the match because Lashley's going to be in the match and Lashley kills our truth. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then our truth was the best after he's like, I should be happy that I beat MVP tonight, but something is missing in my life. And he just looks at a framed picture of him holding the 24 7 title. Uh, it was just really funny. And then, set, and then starts yelling at Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's, he's gonna, gonna go get it. He's, he's gonna go sack Tom Brady. So I wouldn't be surprised if WWE knew he was trying to go back into football. Gronk, I have a feeling like when stuff kind of gets going, like there's gonna be like some random football shenanigans with our truth and him, and like at, like a camp or something that like all yeah of this was hmm. just like known because people were like, oh WWE didn't know. It's like I'm pretty sure you kind of have to disclose shit like that. Oh, I think Vince just sees dollar signs with mm-hmm. the twenty four seven title being involved in the NFL. In all these interviews I've seen with Gronk, he brings it up and he's saying like how he thought his coach was gonna get it from him and he has to protect it against everybody now and he's <laughs> he's trying. Fortunately, so. fortunately, I, Tom Brady will will never get it because he is literally the slowest person alive. <laughs> but it would do a lot. For, and I don't really care for Tom Brady whatsoever, but. Uh, it would do a lot for that title if Tom Brady held it for a small amount of time. You no, no, no. Who should get it? Fucking Giselle. Ooh, yeah. Or one of his kids that he kisses on the mouth. Damien Chazelle, the director of uh, Whiplash. No, Giselle. Man, Tom that Brady, movie's fucked up. The supermodel and Tom Brady's wife. Oh. Um. <laughs> so next match. <laughs> uh, Bailey beat Tamina. Tamina's fucking bad. This was her best match, and it was bad. Yeah. 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 Also, I like she's forty-two. 
Like, I know people. Oh, wow. I, I know people were like, maybe it's time to like run with Tamina because she's about to break through. She's just going to get worse. No. Like, yeah. I think she was like, like, I'm not going to say she was good, but she like promos and stuff were like, I wasn't actively like, <sighs> turn it like fast forwarding, you know, yeah. like, and then this match, like, I, it's Bailey's one of the best workers in the company and like did her best to make Tamina look really good. And like Tamina based pretty okay for some of those spots for Bailey. Yeah. The, the, the spot where there's the, like the whiplash into the ropes on the, from on the outside and Bailey comes back and gets clothesline. Like that was sick. I've never seen a spot like that. Like, but that's all, that's all Bailey. Yeah. Like Tamina, like again, based okay for, Bailey in a couple spots. And like when she like she was so blown up. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a good like it just wasn't good. I yeah. I thought of this while watching it, but I, I wonder if her getting a title shot might be uh hey, a documentary just came out about your dad being a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Want a little bit of a push as a <laughs> and a, you know, that pay per view bonus. Like Honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't uh, be either. Oh it I sucks. Didn't... Like that's not on her that her dad's no. a murderer. Oh no, I didn't I didn't cover up any murder. Look, I put her daughter I put his daughter in the title match. I didn't cover up any murder. Like his people don't last name anymore. Like people like, you know, you see on social media and stuff, people like legitimately seem to like really like her as a person. Like she seems like really well liked. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if they were like, Why not? It's summer, it's this weird really weird time, like let's try to distract her from some shit she's facing in her personal life, and you know, and, you know if 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 she wants to, and it, well, exactly, if she wants to keep wrestling, if she feels like she's got a lot left in the tank and wants to keep wrestling, go good on her, go for it. But I feel like she does probably have a really good chance of transitioning into a role backstage where she could be very very helpful. She's been in the company for a long time. She has been, and she's from wrestling. A, like she she knows wrestling. She knows wrestling. Like she. She has a place in the world of professional wrestling, and as long as she mm-hmm. wants to keep wrestling in the ring, go for it, you know. But yeah, but maybe maybe not too many more, you know, title shots. Yeah, this is no, this is I'm like, outside. This is her last like singles feud for like a title. I think probably ever in her career. Yeah, and yeah, like no, no disrespect mm-hmm. to her, but yeah, it is one of those things and, where it's like it's not, it's like, not, yeah. Cool honor, like fine, like I'm fine with her getting this last, this one last little feud. Wrestling isn't great right now, anyways. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, it, it it was the yeah, it was it was the match that I think had the least consequence either way. Uh, going you know in and out of it, it was still fine. Yeah. Um, Braun Strowman defeated Bray Wyatt. Man, I they, they actually had to go and like they taped this match before, which is funny. Um, and people were kind of complaining about it because like there's the puppets and all the shit. And it's like, listen, do you really want them to go out there and wrestle for 20 minutes? No, the yeah. puppets weren't at all my issue with the match. I'd say the no. opposite, like <laughs> inverse of that. Like the puppets yeah. were cool. My my, I even thought this match was okay. Like I thought this was Braun's best singles match since his feud with Roman. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought, like, I thought it was obvious. Bray, like, Braun is the godfather to, to Bray's kid. 
it's obvious that Bray was like, I'm going to fucking put my dude over, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, yeah. And the only thing about that is that I, like, the whole swerve of, like, Braun putting on the mask and then getting over it, like, it. I thought it made him look, I think, Derek, you said this in the text, like, smarter yeah. than he ever has. My, my issue is, like, it's the least interesting thing they could do like they could like have like they're not gonna have Braun change because it wasn't the fiend so Mm -hmm. like everyone else that's faced the fiend has come come out of it changed um even the Miz only faced Funhouse Brain came out of it changed yeah I don't Braun isn't going to but like he should it yeah it could go so but it could go so sour so quick but I honestly think a really cool idea would be to have Okay, hear me out. Braun oh, gets fucking Braun gets mind controlled. All right, Braun's mm-hmm. being mind controlled. He never takes off that mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he he's used in big matches as basically another one of Bray's puppets. Yes, yes, scary. That uh, looks like one of the masks from Three Ninjas. Oh, it does. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but anyway, so he, and then uh, it th- I think that would be really fun, and I think they could do a lot of character stuff, and they could really build a lot of stuff up, and then. There becomes this sort of inner struggle within Braun. He's like, no, I'm not just a puppet. I am the monster among men. And then he he finally starts breaking out of this mind control. And then that's when he fights the fiend. It's like, that's yeah. a fun story. That's yeah. a fun one I could get into. So for him to be like, no, just kidding. I did bring that mask and I put it under the ring and then I put it on. But just as a goof. Yeah, well, the reason I like that is because Braun is a dullard. He's dumb. He doesn't do anything smart. Everything he does is stupid. So he actually looked smart for once. And it was... um, I wasn't predicting it, but it was boring. It was the easiest thing they could have done. The thing Um, that kind of pissed me off was that I thought it was actually really compelling. And then when it turned out to be like... I'm I'm the controller of my own destiny. That's I'm when I was like, oh. my own train. That's where but, I was a little bit like, God damn it. And I know I said it made him look smart, but it also kind of the only way, like if he didn't do that, he would have been beat by Funhouse Bray. Fucking fun. Like, yeah, like that's that's, that's a that's fate worse than worse. death. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like, that's a fate only for the Miz. I, I do <laughs> like that they made Funhouse Bray look like very legit. Like he when he awesome. actually was wrestling, you know, and like like keeping it like keeping up with Braun, like within kayfabe, like he makes him look super strong. Yeah. Like I think they even could have done the same swerve of like Braun, like Hodge tricked you, but then like have it be like, oh Braun, you think you tricked him, but like. Did you actually like a real like, who's in whose head? Mm-hmm. Like have him mm-hmm. just like look back at the mask for a second before leaving or something like. And honestly, it depending on how much creative control Bray has of of whatever's going on or how much input he has, like I I would be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would be excited if they did something like that, where it was mm-hmm. sort of like if they developed this into layers and actually gave a comp kind of just made a complex personality around Braun Strowman. Like that's yeah. cool. That would be the best thing for Braun. Yeah. Like, but I don't have a ton of faith they're going to execute that. Uh, but, it, yeah. you know, 
we'll see. I mean, if, if anyone could do it, it would be Bray, and you know, that's cool. Yeah. Nicholas yeah. needs you know to get what? involved. Nicholas, no. That's they that's going to be Bray's retirement match. Is <laughs> it's going to be like ten years down the line, and then uh, the Fiend, but it's actually Nicholas, and then they have a, a battle back and forth uh, in the in the brain zone that he took John Cena. And then Nicholas defeats the fiend. You know what? <laughs> I've heard of worse things. Uh, let's talk about Drew versus uh, Seth Rollins. If this Drew. match was in front of people, this would have been one of the best matches in a long time in WWE. Mm-hmm. This is really fucking good. This is uh, like right up there, top of quarantine matches. Like it's yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people get on Seth for things. Fucker can show up in the ring. He did. He's a he's a great WWE wrestler, and I, I I thought he was really good. Oh, they I think they tore the roof off the place. It was, it was so fun. Yeah, it is one of those things where you think if there was a crowd there, just giving it that energy, it would have would have it would have tickled the old it would have tickled the old fancy of of the old Milter gay. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> tickled that fancy. Um, yeah, but Drew retained. Yep. How many? How many stomps did he kick out of? Two, three. Was it two? Okay. Or was I don't know. Two of them? One he, of them? I think he I think he kicked out of one and then Seth went for a second one and then he oh, got okay. out. Okay. Okay. But um then did the Glasgow kiss. Yeah. That was Claymore him. God. I love how he's turned the claim like the Claymore into like an out of nowhere oh, finish. Know. Me too. The three two one thing kind of sucks. Um I it works for like it works it. for like because I don't mind if it's like it if it's guys that he's he's if it's a big match I don't think he should get that level of advantage over somebody you know or like that they're, I don't know but then he he didn't in this one yeah like he yeah. went for the three two one didn't get it and then he ended up getting it out of nowhere yeah so I, I actually like that like I do just, too I do yeah. too like he can beat geeks with a three two one but like when he's actually like in a match then it don't work mm. yeah or, or yeah. yeah exactly like it, only to be pulled out when he's like oh. I, they, I'm winning. I'm it's winning. exactly it's exactly like the Orton like voices in his head like ground like Race pound thing. ground like he he does that like in in like normal matches he'll hit the RKO after that but then it's like always subverted somehow in the like big matches yeah 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 cool. okay let's awesome. talk about the uh, the main event the Money in the Bank match both I of is. them. At the same time, I don't even know how we're going to cover this. Should we just talk about our favorite moments? Should we yeah. try to beat by beat it? Let's. I'm going to say with the one thing I didn't love. Um. So it starts out, and they introduce two people at a time from of each gender. Um, yeah. And <sighs> the women aren't having any fun whereas the men are just having so much fun with it like yeah. god daniel so, bryan daniel bryan and otis yeah. like ready to otis fight boys just, you guys ready otis, to fight otis was just stoked like they were all having a good time they Sit all like riff, baby they all fucking hated baron like it seemed like a bunch of dudes hanging out getting ready to fight each other well it kind of makes me it really does make you wonder though like the behind the scenes sort of like how they're working out how these matches are gonna go Mm -hmm. it almost just seems like the approach was completely different because consistently throughout the thing the women's side of it give or take with a few other like there was some comedy spots the thing with stephanie 
who was like filmed in her hallway. It looked like oh, that, that made <laughs> me so mad. But yeah, like so that mad. was that was a bit of a funny spot. Also, like, did, so did no one tell Dana Brooke that the thing was on the roof? But um, she looked like a bit, the biggest geek in any. That sucked because she was looking great in that match, and she's been like doing yeah, good yeah. until then. She was still she in the was, match. This is still a huge step forward for her. Like, oh yeah, she has oh momentum, yeah. No, but, like, she was, it, it was rated by fucking Stephanie. It was yeah. it, it was memorable. So if anything, you mm-hmm. know, hey, any press is good press. No, uh, I, I would say that she comes out of the match kind of like compared to when where she went in, she came out better than Shayna did. Shayna, where did I, she go? She just disappeared. I watched it again today. The last time you see Shayna in that match was Nia like gives her a chop and she hits a wall, and that's the last time you see. Shayna. She wasn't <laughs> even on the roof. No, she didn't make it up to the roof. The last like real Jesus. thing she did was choke out Rey Mysterio. Which, Which, was sick. Which was by sick, the way, but... by the way, Ray had I think my favorite moment of the whole thing, and it actually kicks it back to the beginning. <sighs> yeah. After, after, uh, so Otis, so it, it starts out the the men are brawling in the gym. Otis puts the weights down on AJ Styles, right? <laughs> AJ's acting like he's stuck, even though he obviously could get out. That uh, was that was a little hard for me to suspend my disbelief. Yeah, oh, I know. Like, well, but to me, that's where I was like, okay, I can unbuckle my, I, or I can buckle I can in because I'm in for a while. Okay. I can buckle in because I'm in for I'm in for a wild ride. Um, and so he's like, Ray, Ray, help me out, help me out. And Ray's like, No, you're fucking crazy. Why would I help you out? Yeah. And so they're okay. So they're. They're running down the hallway, right? So Ray is the one who passes as the toilet flushes, and Brother Love comes out. <laughs> and he, I love you, man. And my favorite thing was Ray just smiled at him like he hadn't seen him in all forever. It was just like, me too, but I got to go. And then just keeps running. <laughs> it's just a fun little stop and just like, I love you too, but I got to leave, man. Can I don't know we, why it cracked me up, and it sticks it with was, me. It was great. Can we talk about AJ's story throughout this match? Yes. Well, before we so, get into his story, I just want to say I'm very disappointed that Brother Love did not interact with AJ because Brother <laughs> Love introduced The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. So AJ, after he was stuck under those weights, he just gets up. He's like, where are you, Ray Ray? And like his whole story was searching for Rey Mysterio. Well, because he yeah. So what? He was mad that Ray didn't help him out. It's like, dude, <laughs> yeah, you, you're yeah. trying to get the fucking contract. You wouldn't help him out. But after that, like the contract didn't seem to matter to him. He was just looking for Ray, and then he came across the purple room. So he's like, yeah. So he's looking for Ray. He sees a picture of Ray. I love like the 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 faint. With a delay on it. Booyah, kabooyah, kabooyah, kabooyah. That was good. <laughs> he punches it. it he punches so the painting. Having music and no commentary was so good. Oh. It was, yeah. I, I, lo- I, I loved pretty much everything but about it. There were so many different types of music. It was like <laughs> yeah. Avengers music. It was like kind of spooky music. And then it was anime fight music when they got to the roof. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it felt like '80s. Like, yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah, but then, so yeah, they're they're making their way up. There's a a, a point. So like, Oscar at the very beginning, she jumps off the balcony of like the first floor onto the crowd, hops in the elevator, gets going. I thought she was going straight to the top. Also, I was like, well, yeah, dancing in the elevator just, on the security. Cam. It was great. It was so crazy. great. Oscar is like. Asuka is the best. Asuka number one. Absolutely. Like, since quarantine, like, she already has always been, you know, right there, but she's, like, at a different level, like, for the, like, whole quarantine time. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And I think everybody's seeing it now, too, especially. Yeah, see, yeah. But, so, they make their way up to the floor where it looks like... Because WWE doesn't own that whole building, right? They they take up that upper floor, and yeah, that's then... Their building. I don't know. That's their, they're trying to move out of it, but they had delayed that because of COVID. Oh. Well, damn. Fucking big operation. That's a big-ass building. But, uh... So they that little area that looks like it's it's just walls, open walls, but it looks like a wrestling ring. Yeah. And then so like AJ's over or Daniel Bryan's over there giving uh I can't remember who was giving the yes kicks to, but then you got Baron? Otis there oh, to, to Baron, Baron, I think. And, and then Otis. yeah, Otis doing the yes thing. Yes. yes. He gets kicked. Uh <laughs> oh, man. that was a Black good spot. Daniel Bryan. Like the whole time we're we're just like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They I love they like they show them go into the stairs with each other, and then they like came out of the stairwell, like like tossing kicks at each other, like they like wrestled up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Alistair kicking AJ into the Undertaker room was so good because he's like kind of Taker part do. No, I also have a room, and this is my dad's room. So is this <laughs> supposed to be like Undertaker's office. Right. This is where Mark sleeps when he stops by. That's where he just goes and like takes his calls and does business. <laughs> That's where he rests between WrestleManias. Where he goes and like says like well wishes to just cops all day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but I love how so like yeah, AJ gets kicked into the, that that room with all the fog and the lights. Fog, uh, and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then but Alistair just gives a little chuckle after like <laughs> stuff in there now. <laughs> You're in uh, my dad's room now. They make their way over to oh, but and then Doink the fucking clown, but not Doink the clown pops up behind from behind a chair. Is that Frank the yeah. clown? I don't know. I hope it was a it was a little cameo. Not. It looked like a WWE in, intern in mm. makeup. Today when I watched it, I hit pause to see if it was like is that like somebody? But I not that I could tell. The, I mean, Doink the clown like. Several iterations. There's right? mi- there's multiple iterations literally existing right now that have nothing to do with Matt Bourne, the original who who did pass away. Pass away so, yeah. and like nothing to do with even the the doinks that replaced him in WWE. <laughs> yeah, like there there's an Alabama doink that has a viral video of having a match in a Walmart. So, oh, is that the Alabama <laughs> doink that also used to fight Heidenreich in parking lots? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and there's like an Applebee's one and yeah. like a Golden Corral fight. Yeah, and he's like he's wow. the size of like six doinks. <laughs> the Alabama doink <laughs> sounds like a sex move. I would doink up in Alabama. <laughs> Got a roll of doink. Uh, roll tide, Bruce. They make their so they make their way over to uh, a room that just has a massive spread of food and one Paul Heyman. Yeah. Uh, I was like, hell yeah! I want to watch Paul fucking Mao down on this I food. I wish, I, like, I would hope he gets ready to eat like that too, just like a little like dramatically the way he was getting ready to eat. Yeah, he just like takes his time, like getting ready to take his first like, bite. All, all of this catering is mine. Well, you and then, see, this all this catering costs as much as I owed Rob Van Dam at, at the end of EC. <laughs> oh, and okay, so. Right before, the, so before they get to the cafeteria is where we have the part where uh, on the women's side they end up in that the conference, the Money in the Bank conference room where Dana Brooke <laughs> hits. So she hits Shayna Baszler and is like, "Tell me where the contract is." And that's when I was like, "So no one told you? It's up top." Anyway, there's the one hanging down just in the room full of cash, which I would have been like, 
Good enough for me. Probably but, fake uh, money. Yeah, I don't know. I would have been like, well, I'll take it home and find out it's, for myself. It's, uh, <laughs> it's bison dollars from the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> I was gonna say Okada dollars. Dude, it's just it's just young bucks. Yeah. But uh All the above. And anyway, so she's like, I won, I won. And then you get this weird Stephanie video where it's just like, oh Welcome to the Queen Stephanie, don't leave your actual house. Just pull out your phone, have somebody, have have Hunter, have Paul just shoot you. And she's just being like, clean this up. Naya's drooling. It's disgusting. Like, they 100% decided to throw that in day of because, like, it wouldn't be an issue to get a camera to, you know, the the fucking Levesque household. Like, they they don't have a nice one just laying around somewhere. But uh, they might not. They could take their fucking Maybe. iPhones and put them like in a better resolution than that fucking medium quality shit. Yeah, it was fr- it was front facing cam. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it was obvious. But it, I was I I forgave it. I was like whatever. Oh, Except that she I was just not. she was she was it. just she was just mean. I was like, Clean Nia up. She's drooling everywhere. It's disgusting. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Um, and then anyway, yeah, they make their thing. So anyway, Dana Brooke gets a fucking painting tossed over her head, which I loved. Um, great slapstick house. funnies. Yeah, <laughs> she's the one. Dana Brooks, the one who ends up hitting Paul Heyman. Paul knocks his sandwich into Otis. Otis has a fucking uh, ex- an exorcism moment. <laughs> food fight, and then just like chucking food. Paul Heyman takes a bunch of it looks like orzo, fucking I don't know, grain <laughs> to his face or something. I really wish that they had cut to for some reason. Kevin Owens just like walks out of a room and there and then the ki- from the camera's perspective he gets hit with a with a pie because to <laughs> yeah, keep right. that thread going. Just to be like, oh, we actually get to find out who threw the pie. But no, we don't. <laughs> it it's was, just the camera again. It was Paul the whole time. Um Yeah, it was just the cameraman. I'm trying to fix this. Uh but anyway, so it ends in a food fight and then a standoff between Otis and Naya, where I was like, whoa. Twinsies, same height, fucking sturdy build. I was like, <laughs> I it, yeah, uh, Otis. I was I was shook. I will say this: I listened to it again. I watched it again today at work, and I had my earphones in. Mm-hmm. And you're getting some ASMR, Otis fucking mowing on that turkey sandwich, and it's pretty bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, they leave, and then Otis finds the dessert room. Cause ha ha, he's fat. Ha ha. No, he needs more calories for more gains. But he threw. He threw. What I did like is he just reached his hand in a jar of something and just threw it at his face. And then he <laughs> finds. He finds a pie, and he's about to eat the pie. But then who rolls up on a rascal scooter? People power. Hey, people, people power. power. It's me. Hey, Otis. <laughs> I. Never mind. I'm not gonna make the pie joke I was about to make. And then and then Johnny Ace took a fucking <sighs> pie to the Johnny Ace took a pie to the face. Hell yeah. Uh, and he radical. took it well. It was great. It radical, was radical. Man. It was radical, Johnny. Um If I leave the berries from this pie out long enough, maybe they'll turn into wine and I can give it to JJ as a present. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, and then I don't know. Uh, before they get up to the roof, I I don't AJ more chaos and, ensues. And Brian were oh, such a good brawl! 
like, oh, and they yeah. looked, and they looked like they were Vince's having a cool office. It looked like they were God, having a that time. fucking T Rex. Dude. Is that real? Vince's, yes. Vince's office rocks. Is that a real T-Rex skull? Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, it has to be, though. He I'm didn't, fucking stoked, though. He didn't want... Uh, he wanted them to film in, in his room, but he didn't want it to be thrashed. Um, <laughs> and the reason... Because he didn't want anything to happen to the skull. And Well, no shit, dude. That thing probably cost like a million and a half. Oh, yeah. And the reason they push the chairs in at the end is because that's what you're expected to do when you leave Vince's office. I love like the the office almost nice. looks like they they cleared it out like so that they could oh, film yeah. something there. But no, that's actually what his office always looks like. It is literally the most Spartan design thing like office ever. And then also and he just spends they, his days um, jotting down on a legal pad. No, apparently that's like a joke about him. Is that he still just writes stuff on a, like a yellow legal pad? And then he's a germaphobe, yeah. and that's why you see him like take a hit of the fucking hand sanitizer, and like they fucking up the audio on that. Like... Yeah, you got some <laughs> you got some ASMR hand sanitizer, which is my favorite. Which is honestly my favorite thing to do at work. <laughs> whenever, whenever I use something, just like just right, whoever's near me. But uh, no, that was fun. Yeah, and then they got out. And AJ's like, man, you look like a real coward in there. AJ, or then fucking Daniel's like, you're the one who told us to go back and push the chairs in. You're right. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> and I was like, man, they're just, they're just having so much fun. And that's where, like, what we're talking about, I feel like in the the rooms where they were discussing how these matches were, were going to go, it, you could tell that the, the men's side seemed to be taking it in a lot more of, like, a, this is not a serious, th- like, bout. Kind yeah, of we're climbing a building. Fun. Let's have mm-hmm. fun. And, and the women, AJ, and, AJ and, is so good at fun. Yeah, it's so weird, but he mm-hmm. is. Especially but on that same token, though, it's fun like play video games. He's a big baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I do think he somewhere in there has a sense of humor that I can appreciate. But <laughs> it's it's very buried down there by a bunch of toxic masculinity. He's, he's, he's a human oh, yeah. he's a human a episode of South Park. Pressed it. You saw me right here. Press the button. <laughs> well, you gave me a broken freaking controller. Just catch the ball, you freaking turd. <laughs> um, but yeah, but on the same token, I I appreciate though that on the other side that it did feel like while there was some really fun moments on the women's side of it, that felt. A more like a legitimate contest, which I think rounded the whole thing out in a really good mm-hmm. way. Yeah, I like the. I thought the balance was good. I, I also, like I remember, this is what the this is the this is the third year of women's money in the bank at all. Yeah, like, very true. They have more to lose still. Like yeah. even if, like it, especially just in their minds, they're like always going to still in these kind of matches need like wanting to be like pushing it and showing that they're serious and they need to be respected still. So. Yeah, yeah. like you could almost like speculate that the conversation was the same, like, okay, so this doesn't really, people are already going to think that this doesn't matter. So on one hand, on that side, they were like, well, we'll show them that we can actually still pull off a really badass fucking fight in this. And then on the other side, it's like, well, this doesn't really matter, so let's just have a shitload of fucking goofs with it. Yeah, Yeah. so then Asuka shows up with like a janitor who ends up being, it's Bruce Pritchard's son. I didn't know that. Okay, I was like, that's got to be somebody. Kane? Yes. (laughs) Kane yeah. Pritchard? Yeah, yes. he like so Kane is Bruce Pritchard's like the best idea he ever contributed. 100%. Is, oh, okay. Is that's, the, that's a Pritchard move? That that was a Pritchard pitch was the character of Kane. That's he named his fucking he he named his fucking son after an idea he had for a wrestler. 
I think he had like I think he might be that might be switched, but yeah. Oh, oh, oh! The kid outdate the kid predates Cain. I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's the biblical thing. <laughs> um. Well, that's cool though. I didn't know that. That's a fun Austin little Easter egg in there. Screaming like, "Where's the roof?" And then it's yeah. mopping. And Dana Brooke takes the fucking hardest bump ever. Dude, Dana Brooke Oof. hit her fucking head. <laughs> and I think, I, th- I mean, I think that's the last you see of her in the match. Yeah, and that's. I don't think she made it up to the that's roof. That's what salt like solidifies that she's the biggest geek. She literally got. <laughs> she grabbed the wrong briefcase, got yelled at by Sammy McMahon, and then slipped <laughs> and fell. <laughs> Bathroom. Or like in the wherever she was, in her head, break room area. It just cuts back to Kane Pritchard mopping up her brains off the floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not again. I don't get. I don't get paid for this. There's like a streak where you can tell the body's been dragged away. <laughs> Brother love. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, when they, they so they make their way up to the roof, tussles ensue. Um, there's good times. Uh, the the thing that I thought was really interesting was when Oscar did set up the ladder and then her and Corbin are climbing it together. I'm like, Corbin, why are you interfering with her getting her fucking briefcase? Yeah, that was dumb. That was but, really no, I dumb. fucking love that though. That's exactly the Corbin I want. He's <laughs> like, no, they're both mine. Yeah. Like, I think like the best explanation I heard of, I think it's just his character being dumb, but the best explanation is like, he was trying to keep her from grabbing his, but yeah. like, like, no, it's mine. no, no, you grab hey, that one. Hey, no, I'm businessman wearing that wear suit sometimes. <laughs> or this is my Applebee's. Maybe he understands that Oscar is a legitimate threat. Maybe that and she took might it, take took both her seriously. Yeah. Um, well, she well, and she proved that by fucking kicking him off that ladder. Oh hell yeah! And also, then, we didn't mention that uh, Baron Corbin nonchalantly threw. Ray Mysterio well, and that ha- because that, that happened, happened after that happened after, okay. but it, yes. But the other thing that happened was before they even got up there that I thought was such a fun, like cinematic move was that Baron uh, was like beating up on AJ in a separate conference room. <laughs> and then he's just like, I'm going to go to the roof. Uh, just to, to nobody. Oh, we <laughs> didn't then- mention my favorite fucking Baron moment from this match, but down in the gym at the very beginning, when he throws oh, when he breaks the, the weight and breaks the mirror, and, <laughs> and then, then just stares at stares it. at it as if when the mirror broke, he thought he had shattered himself. Like yeah, that, he, that he, that's what I'm talking about. That's the Baron I want. The like, oh, he fuck. felt the weight. He felt the weight of seven years of bad luck seeping into his soul. At him, they're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like oh, you broke it. Um, <laughs> Now and then, so yeah, and then Baron, uh, you know, attempted attempts murder at the very least on Rey mm-hmm. Mysterio and then Aleister mm-hmm. Black by just chucking him off the top of that fucking roof. Very, it just was so non impactful. Well, there was no fanfare about it at all. No one, yeah. like, you would think the match would stop cold. They'd yeah. be like, wait, whoa, bro, you fucking murderer. It was like, really it was almost like happened. when real, real tragedies happen in real life and, you know, Things don't stop. WWE. Life just goes on. And then WWE just doesn't care. <laughs> what really should have happened is, spoiler alert, Elias interferes. Elias should have hit him with the guitar then threw him off the roof. Yeah, that's yeah, what that they're setting great. up Whoa. on SmackDown yeah. the last, like, two weeks. 
this is what I really, I don't know why I thought this would have actually happened, but it was a thought in my head. Alistair ends up like floating to right. the top and gets the briefcase. No, they should have had Legacy <sighs> of the Old pops up. Booyaka! Who's that jumping out the sky? It'd be literally oh, out of the won. sky this time. Because like you could have like trick camera to Uzi and it's like Baron's oh man to win, and then like like that music plays. Who's that jump? And it's just like Mysterio flying in from nowhere. And then he's like <laughs> and he's like twenty five pounds lighter too. It's like what the fuck? Um I lost my knee. <laughs> but now I have wings. The thing that sucks though is because there was a moment, and we'll skip to real quick, um on the the raw that followed where they were asking like, so Ray, what happened? What happened? You got chucked off a roof. And then I was like, all right, let's see how this goes. And he's just like, I fell off the roof and then a miracle happened. And then I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. What happened? He's like, I fell on another roof that was six feet lower. I was like, the miracle was architecture. <laughs> Fuck you. Like Ted they could have done something fun. Yeah. with Yeah. Oh, like, what was this beautiful AJ miracle? just came back from the dead. <laughs> and I was going to climb my way back up. And then Alistair fell down. And I was like, on top of you? And, it <laughs> fell, and he landed in the same spot. And we both knew it was over. I was like, <laughs> fucking sucks. That could have been great. That was so but anyway. But it anyway. It would have been great if they both climbed back up. Or, or um, if they flew on a magic carpet ride. Or if they should like cut to the Undertaker room. And Alistair steps out of it after being thrown off the roof. Oh, they both pop out of the casket like like, the like, a, like a like a like a tube or like one of the fucking pipes in Mario. Just like Hell yeah. and what? Alistair now just has Sarah tattooed on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray Ray um, can't stop wearing Blue Lives Matter pants. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So the end sequence uh, for. I mean, Oscar won. So then Oscar mm-hmm. grabbed the title. She kicked Baron off, and then she yeah. she she got that. She super got that clean. Briefcase. Like, yeah, I was shocked yeah. at like just how straight up and clean. But then, well, when we get to Raw, I think it makes a ton of sense. Why it makes so much it sense. It also makes sense because there's some bullshit that happened in the. I don't like bullshit. I just like it was like some weird shit that happened in men. So that you have to have one be like a straight up winner, and then mm-hmm. one yeah, like the fuckery of it. Well. And as we were talking about, you know, they the whole time had the one that felt like the more actual physical contest, and that's the one that had the more clear present winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which, it was, yeah, it's cool. And speaking of just like having that good balance for finishes, it's like such a ref- like so like refreshingly good compared to last year's Money in the Bank, where we had an instant cash in and then the worst Money in the Bank finish ever. With Brock coming in. With Brock. And so, yeah. like, Money in the Bank just felt like it did not matter literally the next day. Yeah. This time, the only thing that got me about the men's one was that we just saw that spot at the Mania ladder match for the tag titles when mm-hmm. the two pull it down together um, w- between Corbin and, and Styles. And so I was like, oh, we saw it. But then they did a really fun sort of different take on it. Kind of. Mm-hmm. No, except John. I don't remember how it ended at Mania. But then it was yeah, two Elias... people falling off of like fell off the ladder together and dropped it. I mean, yeah. yeah. So this is um, a little bit different. A little bit different. Also, apparently, then, yeah. Otis literally, by the way, like said on an episode of Up, Up, Down, Down that because of the shape of his muscles and his body, he can't reach straight up. Like, look at his body; he can only get to about here. So he can't, yeah, he, he could not. He this is the only way for 
Like this is the only finish to make this possible. Or they needed, a, or they needed a taller ladder. A big show ladder. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think is actually so fucking hilarious because his arms really do have about that that much mobility. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, yeah, the finish of that saw AJ and Baron take off at the same time. Elias comes, hits Baron. So Baron falls. Let's go. To the briefcase. AJ fucking catch the ball. You friggin' turd. Dropped it. Yeah, right in right those into wide Otis's. receiver gloves like are doing him tons of good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right into fuck right into Otis's arms, and then the another one of my favorite moments in in wrestling history is Yo Mandy, I did it. <laughs> yeah, it was like straight up a Yo Adrian. It was that. It was that. And oh, it was perfect. It was good. I, I I I was jumping up and down on my couch. I was I loved it. Oh, good time. And then it was like, well, see, here's the last ride. See you tomorrow. I was like, beautiful. Two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. It was Not including great. pre-show. Oh, and wonderful. And also the last ride was I liked it. <laughs> I, did, I, honest, I haven't honest, seen, watched it yet. I haven't honest, watched it yet. I've been I, watching I, the last dance. Speaking of, dude, Monday Night Raw, huh? Yeah. Uh, they fucking, they're cashing in on some last dance fucking, uh, some Jesus buzz. Christ. Oh, yeah. We get oh, ourselves yeah. a we get ourselves in the near main event slot. Yeah. Uh, the fucking uh, Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders in a pickup <laughs> basketball game. I mean, talk about it. I don't I want to, I, to the restaurant. I don't want, like, it wasn't good. Like, it wasn't good and it wasn't so bad that it yeah. was. It, it was remarkable. just, it was exact, like, if exactly. If they just done the second segment where, like, Hanson's, like, fucking shit, I think it would have been really funny. Hmm. Um, it feels like yeah. two different. Like they had two different punchlines to the skit, and they just did both. both like, yeah. there was one punchline that like the Viking Raiders lost by that much, and then there was one punchline that was they're secretly re- secretly really good. Yeah, you can't. Do- like, why did you spend? Why did you spend so much time losing? So like, is next week are the Street Profits gonna like secretly be better at like axe throwing or whatever the fuck they do? So I think that's the thing, right? Because like. Well, or that, so the whole thing stemmed from the Viking Raiders being like, yeah, anything you guys can do, we can do. And they were like, all right, let's play basketball. And which I'm like, okay, all right. Because that's not obviously not what the Viking Raiders meant. So it's a, it's a silly segment. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, it, it didn't need to have two separate endings that they just mm-hmm. did and then ran together. And the way they um, filmed it felt like, like a 90s TGIF show showing like, a sports game. Yeah. Like it was like, yeah, all you could tell, like all of these guys have played like pickup games around the PC, but none of them are like, like the street profits are okay. Like they're, they're both fine yeah. basketball players, but like the, none of them are good enough to pull off being filmed, playing it and making yeah. it interesting. It's like, they're pro wrestlers, right? It's like, yeah, uh, it that was a small part of Raw, but it was one that I was like, well, on an otherwise episode that felt very much like Monday After Mania feel uh, it, it, of just it like didn't drag, which was really nice. Mm. It, it didn't drag. It we got the piece. return of we got the return of Jinder Mahal, uh, yeah. who's kind of a baby face. I think they're gonna try I, his like character like from his like championship run, but like as a good guy. I'm sure he's, I'm into he, it. He's at least trying to convince himself that he's a good guy, yeah. which, like, I think right. Ginger's another one, like, kind of like Baron, that's kind of self-aware about what's going on. And you just I think, hope I that they so write something that he it. can actually do. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Not have it be shitty eventually. Because he's funny, like, in those little moments, like, where he, like, has that blank smile. The Bob Rude baby face yeah. smile. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to him? Bob Rude? Yeah. You think he would have made you think uh, he would have got cut, right? No, I don't think he can get in the country. Yeah, oh, he lives oh, in Canada. Oh, does he? Okay. I was like, I know he didn't get cut, but you'd think he'd make he'd hit that list. Yeah. Wait, did, did Curtis Axel get released? He got yeah. released, but like well after the fact. I think he asked for his release. Mm. I was but just Bo thinking I was just not. thinking these skits would, you know he if you're yeah, ever gonna yeah. repackage him as Mr. Perfect Jr. Yeah. Let him come in and show both these teams up. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's talk about the big news from Monday Night Raw. Becky Lynch is pregnant? Yeah. Mother! <laughs> I honestly, so... Dude, we I bet they fucked to that song. <laughs> just the whole... No, dude, they fucked to, like, that Danzig Sings Elvis album that just came out. That's really Yo, really no, really, really it was 100% whatever, like, insert problematic metalcore band here. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's it all really it, is. I have to listen to it to get hard. I get hard to Parkway Drive, then we fuck. Crying <laughs> <laughs> the fucking river. Here's my take. Shayna's right. That was that, so that kid's good. gonna fucking be a dork. <laughs> Yo, as long as you know Shana's Seth ruthless. is just an absentee father, the kid might be okay. Well, judging by how Seth was behaving all night uh, on Monday, I did enjoy like that. he he's he. I, I know it was because, okay, uh, we're going to jump all over the place. Yes, Becky is pregnant. Uh, she came out. She had the, the case. Uh, she was like, I have to go away for a while. It was you know vague about it. Um, Oscar came out and was like, what the fuck are you doing with my case over here? What are you talking about? You got to go for a while. And then Becky's like, last night was actually not for an opportunity to face me. It was for the title itself. Unlocks the briefcase. Here's the belt. Asuka celebrates. Beautiful. It was so, so much beautiful. fun. She was having such a blast. Mm. It, like, it was awesome. Like I, yelling, I'm the champion was so good. Mm. Yeah. Um, like telling Byron to move. Yeah. <laughs> My thought on it is like, so the the Money in the Bank match was apparently filmed back April 15th. Um, and when they filmed it, they did not necessarily know that like when they filmed that match, they didn't know it was for the title. Um, they just thought it was a normal Money in the Bank. Match. Yeah, I'd believe that. Um, yeah. I'm guessing that since then, Asuka has learned, like they have told, you know, Kana, the real person, hey, you're going to be champ now. Uh, allegedly, um, but like not what I read, like they kept things real hush. Yeah, but I'm guessing, like, I'm 100% certain based on her reaction, which the whole thing you could read as 100% a shoot, like, because she's that good. Like, you could believe that she didn't even know she was getting the title until she did, because she did it so well. But right, I think she, she really just did. knew that Becky had to go away for a while and that, you know, that she's going to be... Because they have to give her direction on, like, hey, stay out there after you celebrate, you know? Yeah. Like, don't go... Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's how I imagine it went down, was something like, hey, you're going to get the title here, uh, you know... Have fun, but don't, you know... But Becky gets the last word, mm -hmm. like, you know, whatever. And she however didn't they, know they that it was... That was the because reason. her reaction and her, I mean, the, she broke character for a second when she hugged her. She said, "Like, oh, it was beautiful." She said, it, "Like, it congratulations honestly, in Kana, not Oscar voice." Yeah, and she mm. was just, like, yeah, she was like, "I'm so happy for you." Like, it was, <laughs> and if it was so genuine, it it really like it, said, it like, hit you really, in the emotional like, spot. Really, like, 
<laughs> like you're gonna be a mother you're gonna be a mother and it's just like oh it was so it was it was awesome and then she starts chanting becky 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 it was so cool and then becky was crying it's it's one of those things where it's like i in my head i imagine becky plans to return but oh, the way that of, yeah but but the way that that left it's like she, you can tell that she doesn't know she knows that like goodbye. it could be like you just don't know like exactly you just don't know you know because like obviously she's out for at least a year i mean and then you would think at that point you know it's like she's gonna she's gonna have gone through so much and you don't know what her priorities are gonna be and she was upfront about that yeah it's yeah. like and in that people interview she kind of says that too she's like i like you can tell that she's like very much taking seriously the fact that she doesn't know what emotional impact this is gonna have on her and like where her head's gonna be at yeah. once like she is a mother like yeah she's respecting that fact and yeah. so that but that brings it to the whole episode of raw can Seth. i say can i say something real yes, quick yes yes this is something i loved about the money in the bank booking so they've been building oscar for a while now and then they just give it to they give it to her and then she just gets the title that works like Shayna was who i wanted to win they couldn't have just given it to Shayna. Mm-hmm. Shayna has to dominate the match. That would have been so bad. Yeah, Shayna she has to murder somebody. Mm-hmm. But Asuka's already had the title before. Like you, yeah. She like, even though everyone she hated this. And, yeah. Yeah. Everyone. And it's like uh, back it was in very... 2003 when the first brand or 2002 when the first brand split happened. They just gave Triple H the World Heavyweight Title, and mm-hmm. everyone hated that because you know, and it was a heel thing. But he had the equity to get it. And that's like, yeah, you're not putting that shit on Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that book was great. Continue. No, no, it was great. But the, so the whole episode of Raw, Seth is walking around like he just saw somebody get murdered. <laughs> and he's just like, it's just like, what's going on with this guy? And now the way that Money in the Bank, that match ended was Drew shook his hand and then he shook Drew's hand. And he, you could tell he was a little like, what the fuck? And so I think you know, he had this prophecy that he was building to, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to try to win this match. It's like, I'm destined to, to win this match. So then he loses, and now he's just in this fucking daze, but also, he just learned he was a dad. So, or yeah. going to be a dad. Well, he didn't just learn that. We just learned in that K-Fabe, he's going to be a dad. Almost can say that. You know, like, <laughs> maybe. You don't- that is one thing I'm not... Keep the kid out of it. Oh, please, please keep the kid away, <laughs> please. And I, I, I really highly doubt Seth or Becky would be into like let's let's exploit our new fucking baby. This, this. Yeah, goop. they're not the. Okay. they're not the <laughs> Okay, no, yeah, no, they're no. not Here's, the you No, know, if you asked <laughs> Seth without having giving him a chance to consult Becky, or Gosh, and man. yeah, he would do whatever Vince asked of him. <laughs> Honestly, whatever, probably. Yeah, man. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man. Me, me, and the kid could be tag champs, man. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I bought him his first Xbox controller already. <laughs> like pulls up a pretty baby good at- size Xbox. Well, that's a, that's what we were joking about. Is like that's the look of somebody who learned that they're gonna not be able to play nearly as much Madden as they like to. <laughs> Yo, but no, the, AJ seems to be fine. The two of them are gonna have a bus now. So, but AJ seems like a questionable father, and that's a hot take. <laughs> These that's two seem okay. That's a mild take. I, I the, these two together seem like they're going to be questionable parents. Seth on it, regardless, seems like he's going to be a questionable <laughs> father. So, <laughs> yeah, I I think Seth seems like he's going to be somebody who'd actually probably be a really good dad. Uh, yeah, I 
I think they're he'll, grow, a little I bit think older. he'll probably grow up a bunch. Yeah, I, I'm assuming. Um, but you know, if he cares about his kid half as much as he cares about his company, it'll be all right. <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah, the whole the whole thing like uh, he's just looking disheveled, looking like I don't know what the fuck. Rey Mysterio at one point is like, "Hey, I know we're going against each other tonight, but congratulations! Like being a dad really changes everything." And then he just stares at him, walks off, and Ray was just like. To uh, Charlie, which is like, what a dick. I love that. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. You can say what a dick. <laughs> awesome. He, I think he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And then, so did that lead to Ray and Alistair being a tag team? They were already so they're, they're a tag team because they were a tag team because they survived death together. That's literally <laughs> that, why they were put together. That honestly rocks. That's cool, man. It's also a sick I, tag I mean, team. That, Oh yeah, yeah. Like and it, that'll bond. That'll bond two people. Ray, if they are if they are a tag team, and Ray is not doesn't you know now turn into a blind man as a gimmick. Um, he should <laughs> yeah. like start wearing like all black, like masks and gear cool. and stuff. With Dude, that, would, that would look cool. That would look cool. Yeah. Um, but so like they have that match that ends up. I mean, that's the the main event of Raw. But Seth comes out. He doesn't fucking participate. It's just Buddy Murphy. He has the Festus catatonic look. He does. It's just Buddy Murphy versus Seth or uh, versus Alistair and Ray. Buddy Murphy and Alistair were so fucking. Oh my god! I can't. I. I there's got to be a singles match between the two of them coming real soon. Buddy Murphy is um, fucking good. I ain't your buddy yeah. guy. <laughs> I'm buddy. just your Murphy. Um. But uh. Yeah, again. and then Seth. Yes, Seth. Seth snapped and almost uh took Ray's mask off and, and probably poked his eyeball out. That Fuck was that. fucked. The blood yeah, I mean, was it was sick. fucking... Dude, I was like, it's a, that's effective. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that's sick. Well, and then you got Seth in the back being like, you know, kayfabe genuinely like, I don't know, I don't know what happened out there. I don't know what happened. And then, you know, it just turns into this brawl and Seth kind of makes his way out of it. But, uh, yeah, I'm like, well, that that's really, really interesting. But it does the timing of it does make you think, like, why is he acting that way? <laughs> I, like um, the, I like the idea though that adds like this weird layer. And I think it's more hopefully going to be more so about like he lost and it's supposed to be the prophecy that never came true, like like his destiny. And so, I yeah. what I hope like so Seth, if he and Becky are going to be smart, he needs to get written off soon because he can't risk you know getting exposed and then exposing totally no like why roman's not around like he well says leukemia and his wife is pregnant um yeah i hope this leads to seth doing something so horrendous that he gets suspended for the rest of becky's maternity leave like it's like you're suspended for a year yeah right like quote unquote fire him hmm like, I hope it just ramps up to that point, and then we literally, uh, then we don't see him for a year. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Oh. And then it leaves Buddy Murphy just being like, "What the fuck?" But what is that going to be? Because Baron Corbin threw two people off of a roof, and he's fine. But just to a subroof. Now, now he gets to go to two shows. Um. Yeah. I. Um. I like that idea a lot because. Seth needs to not be there. So a Seth Vince program would be interesting. Anything. I mean, anything like that would be really cool to have, you know, to have Seth become so unhinged that he just has to go like, that's awesome. And that just means 
as time keeps fucking ticking, the anticipation for Seth's return is going to grow. Or what makes more sense is bring Triple H back in, and Seth does something to, like, Stephanie to get himself fired. I don't time know. to play the game! Uh, Randy Orton hunted Stephanie in the head and then kissed her, um, like, passed out body, and he didn't get fired. <laughs> Takes a lot, man. It takes a lot, I, but it doesn't because people get fu- match over it. Not even a street fight. You, you only get, um, you only get fired if you disrespect Shane McMahon, or no, or, or if you just, ca- or if you do anything around Vince before he's eaten or slightly after he's eaten before he's eaten again. <laughs> yeah, uh, anything like that. That's what Seth should do. Bring him a chicken burrito. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what that and is, then, and then sneeze on it. He doesn't have to sneeze on it, he just has to sneeze in the same room. (laughs) Or he just walks in as Vince is eating a steak wrap, and he's like, you know that's actually a burrito. (laughs) And he gets fired. See, Corbin didn't get fired because they survived. He knew what he was doing. Okay. He has to actually, he has to kayfabe kill somebody. Yeah, who killed Vince? We never found out. Oh, okay. I was Um, like, did they get fired? (laughs) Well, the Benoit thing happened two weeks later, so they... um, just pretended that never happened. All that Seth, all sense. Seth needs to do is choke out uh, Byron Saxon with his necktie. That's true. Oh yeah, fire, dude. Or go but, over onto um, AEW and do it to Justin Roberts. But real oh, fire, though. Real fired and kayfabe fired are two different things. Well, he just needs to get kayfabe fired. Uh, unless yeah, that's true. fuck. Who was? Um, God, why can't I think of his name right now? Died early. Hollywood blondes. Brian Pillman. Um. Yeah, he le- like legit got himself fired from WCW for the gimmick and then signed with WWF. That's true. That was always really good. He <laughs> fucked Eric Bischoff on that really hard. It's the best. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Is that, is that all for Raw? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, there's tension in the um, Austin Theory Andrade stable now. I don't think there's that Ooh. much tension. The Austin Theory is just a dork. <laughs> just laughing at all, him. Yeah, all the other guys Man, are just laughing at him. There's so many dorks in wrestling right now. I love it. Yeah, really dork heavy. Well, think about who's, who who's the biggest are. one. Is it Gorgano? I'm not a dork. Uh, I don't <laughs> fucking know. Cool. Zack Ryder is, is a different. Yeah, but it's a it's a different type of dork. It's you know action figure dork, but that's a bad. That's a big. That's a big dork. Also, every time I see Robert Stone, I still think it's Zack Ryder. I can see that. I can't, but I just think it's with Chelsea Green. Tony Khan, Zack Ryder. (laughs) You know who's not a dork? And I just watched his whole, the whole interview he did with uh, that dude, Chris Van Vliet, is uh, Heath Slater, man. That guy seems really, really cool. He seems like a little, like, he doesn't know what he's actually about to get into. Yeah. Did you watch that interview or listen to it? It it does seem like I like to wrestle Tanahashi, man. It's like yeah, fuck it. Uh, yeah, there was that. Too. Yeah, <laughs> like well, but he does have the he he is right where he's been around for fourteen years. Like he's he's as he's about as old as Tanahashi, right? I mean, he's no Tana is way older. Never mind. But still, because uh, he's like thirty six. I don't know how old Tana is, is. Like one of the best wrestlers of, like of the last like. 20, no, years. I know, I know. I I mean, is Heath Slater, the one man he is. Man. I mean, he's a solid worker. Like it would, 
You know, but you can see Heath in a G1, right? Can, Maybe going up again. No. Like, style, I can see it. No, Matt. His finisher this I won't. He's a little... That he's a, seems, that seems he's a like something ba- that would work in Japan. No. He's a little baby bird, and he's about ready to fly from the nest. I, 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 I'm rooting for him. I I'm excited. Too. I want to see where he goes. I just don't think... Uh, it does feel like a bit naive. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know what he's about to get into. Yeah. He's, uh, I think but, he'll be lucky if he up on end of the That'd be sick for him. That one would be like no sense. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I hope that he surprises us, though. Like, I hope too. it's just like, too. like, holy shit, really? Yeah, that's where I'm. I, I think it's going to happen. We'll see. <laughs> He's doing CrossFit, dude. He's doing CrossFit. So, you know, it'll be cool. <laughs> He's good. Um, speaking of, um, no, nope, 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 that wasn't a segue. Uh, let's answer some questions from our friend, Emma. Emma, Dr. question. Um, what's the best wrestling book? I have only read less than half of the NXT book. Um, I'm not, I'm going to say it's not the best. Uh, I guess it really depends on what you're looking for. Um, you want to read Bret Hart putting himself over for a whole book? That's a great choice. Also, just all the stories I, is really fun. Does he read the audiobook version of it? I don't know. That'd be really funny. Well, you know, that'd uh, be sick. I would down. I would download it if he did. Um, I thought that uh, that Jr.'s book Slobberknocker wasn't bad. Um, mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Look at at the old days. I'm liking the Death of the Territories. It's a fucking dense one. Have you done Death of WCW. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. Uh. Uh-uh. Listen to that one. Brian Alvarez narrates it. Okay. It. Um, and then that sounds uh, horrendous to my ears. Um, by Brian all Alvarez. accounts, he. I. I don't dislike him. His voice just makes me upset. And that's when DDP came in and he are <laughs> alone against Gates. Um, um, I and- really, really love. Um, uh, this uh, Squared Circle, Life, Death, and Professional Wrestling by uh, David Shoemaker. Mm. It's very, very, very good. And of course, like books like ha- like Have a Nice Day, like Mick Foley, um, that one's h- highly, highly regarded. Uh, I don't know. There's plenty mm. of ra- there's plenty of wrestling books out mm. there. Yeah, uh, I've those, never read. Those are pretty good. I mean, mm, um, yeah. the the Sisterhood of the, I think it's the Sisterhood of the Cir- Squared Circle. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. By Dan LaProd is and someone else is extremely good history of women's professional wrestling. Sick. And um, Austin, Austin, uh, or fucking <laughs> Terry's book. <laughs> uh, no, what the fuck is that? Uh, I can't remember. Never mind. Not a good book anyway. There's but, probably uh, a cool wrestling comic book about wrestling. Uh, um, yeah, that's what I'll um, recommend. Aubrey Sitterson wrote one yeah. about um. The history of professional wrestling, that's really cool. Oh, he blocked yeah, me that on Twitter, but I'm not blocked by him anymore. <laughs> he, came to, he came to his senses. I don't remember what happened. He was talking shit to a friend, so I just said, like, a superstar. He found it. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, what's worse, getting nut mm. in by Seth or Triple H? Seth. 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 Did you say getting... <laughs> nutted getting, in. Getting... Yeah, like semen. oh, get it. Oh, I thought you like meant, you're gonna get reason, pregnant. For and some it's gonna I, be Seth or Triple H. Oh, I see. No, I'd rather take that fucking Triple H, Daddy. Jesus. I'd rather take that pedigree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pedigree though. Not Seth's shitty one. 
Yeah, I'd rather. T- I'm that degree like, ah. is shitty, regardless of who does it. And Sats was the worst because he can't, he can't do it real anymore because he built something. <laughs> He can um, he, he can sh- he can show me the meaning of cerebral assassin. <laughs> and what scary movie traumatized you m- the most as a kid? Arachnophobia. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies, um, but the thing I that always gave me nightmares was a music video for a song by the Christian musical artist Carmen called "No Monsters." Dude, music videos can be fucking scary. Uh, yeah, that, that one music- is especially <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it was just a horror music video. There's also one where he talks to like a real witch, and that one, that one's scary too. Carmen is just scary because Carmen is like the scariest it's, type of Carmen zealot. is propaganda. Mm. It's 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 weird <laughs> shit. Um, uh, so I watched like the Halloween, like all of the old Halloween movies, like way too young on AMC. Dear God. And like, I, I really liked them. Actually. I still, I still really love that series, but, um, I lived out in CUNA at the time and we like actually had horses and like acreage and stuff. And I had to go feed the horses like at night and there'd just be like some spooky lighting. And I got over it pretty eventually, but it was like, like clenched butthole running out to the, (laughs) the barn for a little bit. My uh, my older brother was having a sleepover, and he was probably like, you know, I don't, I mean, he had friends over, I guess. I don't even know if they were staying the night, but they were watching uh, Arachnophobia, and I was able to stay up late and watch it with them. My mom was like, all right, and my brother was like, fine, you could watch it with us. It was a very, like, big moment for me. You know, it's like, I'm hanging out Aww. with my brother, like, because all you want to do when you're a little kid, you don't realize that your fucking siblings suck yet. <laughs> no, I love them. I love them both to death. But, uh, Thanks for letting that me movie- stay up late, trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. But uh that movie scared the shit out of me. And anytime now, if I'm if I'm reaching to uh uh like at a lamp that has a little pull down oh, light thing, yeah. I'm worried that a spider's gonna come land on my hand, putting my feet into slippers. I'm like, dude, there's a fucking bad boy in there ready to bite my toe and murder my ass. That's Jeff Daniels so this, in that movie, right? This uh Jeff Daniels and Jonathan Goodman as the exterminator. Ooh, right. This whole time I was thinking of Eight Legged Freaks and I was like, I didn't know that movie uh, was scary. WCW champion David Arquette. Yeah. yeah. No, that's just a, I believe Oscar winning uh, <laughs> uh uh the Oscar winning uh David Arquette vehicle. Um yeah. I just remembered another one that act, like terrified me the most and it's the movie Sphere. Have any of you seen Sphere? I have, but I saw it as an adult, and it didn't scare me. And I thought it was badass, but as a child, it would have fucked my The fucking, brain. like, they're underwater, and they're, like, investigating this, like, spherical, like, alien craft that's, yeah. like, crashed on the seafloor, and all their fears start happening to them, and there's, like, yeah, octopus legs that start, like, coming down and attacking people. Dude, oh my god, that shit will freak me. Yeah, uh, uh, Deep Blue Sea fucked me up from water. I don't like deep water. I won't no. get with I don't get with deep water. That's how I want to go. Nah, dude. If I don't if I can't see what's below me, I'd really rather not be in it. Oh, that sounds like that's peace to me. Yeah. Interesting how that is, isn't it? Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Would you rather be lost? Like let's say like you're in a submarine, right? Mm-hmm. Or conversely, a small spaceship. Would mm-hmm. you rather be lost forever to die alone in the deep in the deepest of the sea, or would yes. you rather float out into in eternally into space until you die? Space. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, the ocean. That's crazy to me. Space, one hundred percent. No, I, I have, 
I, I do also, I, I have a family need to take vengeance upon submarines because my great uncle was kicked out of the Navy during World War II for being caught being gay on one. Yeah. Dude, oh my God. Destroy I bet that he, sub. I can only imagine, and I know, and I am not trying to make light of how difficult it is to be gay in the military or especially back then at all, but if you're like in a submarine and you got a fucking little thing going on, that just seems like you guys could really be having a good time. Yeah. You could really be partying down there in a submarine, mm-hmm. but everyone would have to be on board. Yeah, it, it would. It couldn't be like two people having something that they have to hide. It has to be a party. If sub. it's like, if it's a party sub, and no one really knows because it's the old days, that was really good. they just radio you twice. They just radio you twice a day, and you're like, everything's going good. Man, that's the sequel to Waterworld. I want is party sub. Party sub? It's just a National Lampoon movie, but it's just in a submarine. Or it's just one of those fucking six footer. It's just one of those six six foot sandwiches that you cut up and share amongst your friends at birthday parties. Dude, those rips. It's just a pansexual polyamorous bacchanal under the sea. <laughs> I would watch any of these movies, but uh, the big sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like there'd be big sandwiches everywhere too. We love big sandwiches, mm-hmm. dude. Hell yeah. Lots of meats, lots of buns. The sub, the, um, the submarine would be like painted, like a party sub. Oh yeah, I would love that. Honestly, Matt, that was a that's awesome. Tagline. <laughs> that was so good. Um, oh. But uh, I, yeah, I would rather die in space. Yeah, but I, I, I respect that you said the sea. My fear, my fear is like the some sort. I'd get swallowed up by some sort of monster, which I guess yeah, is kind of cool. What uh, I, I want to go the Metallica. I, the, yeah documentary some kind of monster i haven't seen it <laughs> um, those guys I, I don't like those guys uh that documentary is incredible matthew <laughs> is it i'll watch it i'll watch um, it if you guys recommend it watching a bunch of metalheads go through therapy is insane Ooh, okay i did not know that's what it's like, about that sounds actually watching a bunch of like like macho dudes yeah not yeah. be macho it's I loved okay. every second of it. Also, James also, Hetfield wears the funniest overalls. <laughs> and seeing what these people, these like metal kit, these people who just wanted to play guitar riffs, what they do with their money when they get older, it's it's fun. It's fun. all right. I am actually getting very intrigued. As Watch we talk it. About it. Okay, Isai. What scary movie scared you as a child? I didn't watch scary movies. I only watched comedies. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah. Scary movie one, scary movie two. I loved those movies. What, re- this what guy wrestler makes scared? Up the mashed potatoes. <laughs> Take my strong hand. Um, uh, what 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 movie or what wrestler scared you the most when you were a kid? I, I had a nightmare when I was like a small kid about the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, Boogeyman. That's a. I mean, that's I feel spooky. like. If you were like a little bit younger when Boogeyman was around, that would be fucking scary. Boogie- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Is that signed? Yeah, I just I found that. all my wrestle crates signed eight by tens, and they're really hilarious. Toys. Toy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was the Undertaker though, like especially like yeah. in those like old promos where he's like building coffins and shit. Mm-hmm. I freaked out when he signed. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time I started watching wrestling, I was just afraid he'd run me over with his motorcycle. Or make you drink chew. <laughs> Ew. Drink chew. Tommy Dreamer did. Have his wife uh. pin me and bury me in my first feud in the company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Oh, that man. wasn't even his wrestler That's... wife. <laughs> that seems like a good place to wrap it up. Yeah.
wrap it up. Any, Let's wrap any, it up. Any last words, final thoughts from you guys? Um, I do want to say that as uh, I've been shown and I've seen some funny content online about the the Becky being pregnant thing, and that's really fun. Um, so oh, that's- fucking, did we talk about Becky, nice, like, nice. what she said to Rhonda? No. Or, like, what she said, or no, did, was that someone No, that was Candy Lee, that? right? Yeah. Hell yeah, oh, Candy Lee. Candy Lee said, uh, like, <laughs> Becky's just beating Rhonda at everything. Yeah, and I saw one that was like, uh, you know, in, in one night, Seth and Becky cost WWE more money than AEW has combined. Yeah. And it's like that's very this is very funny stuff. Yeah. Uh so that I I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, we we could all get a good laugh mm-hmm. in these in these harsh times. Yeah, I'd say like Candy Lee's uh joke wouldn't be funny if it was anyone but Rhonda, but Rhonda sucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, like, exactly. Fuck I don't give a shit. And it's fucking yeah, it's really funny. It's funny. Uh also like I it was a very fun and just you know self-effacing response from Candy Lee cuz you know Candy Lee is a, is a trans woman wrestler. Um, I've actually talked to over Twitter a little bit, like, and she's super. Oh rad. hell yeah! Um, hell yeah! But like, made a joke saying like, "Hey, I wish I could get pregnant too, but I can't either." So, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, kind of saying so like, "This is my got, joke to just, get to say." Yeah. No. She. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, it, it, it was. Um, a, it was fun. The only other thing I can think of is what we said at the end last week. I, you don't need us telling you, but don't fucking act like, don't act stupid just because people are deciding that we can start going out again. Be safe, yeah. Yeah. courteous. I yeah. saying that to some some of my friends who I've been seeing post some pictures together. I know y'all I, don't too, live man. together. Same, and it's that thing. It's like I get it, I get it, but we just got to pay attention. You know, we got to be fucking. We got to really be on this because it's it's not not a fucking joke. Yeah, and like wear your shit no. in public, like, wear your mask. I can clean your hands. Be smart because yeah, Cuna, Idaho. Yeah, dude, everywhere. I'm I'm seeing it all over the place too. It's just like, come on, you know. And I, it's tough, but we're in this together. Arbitrary yeah. dates don't fucking matter. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, where vaccine? Yeah, vaccines matter. Herd immunity matters. Those are the things you need to watch out for before you start fucking letting your guard down. Wear your yeah. masks. Yeah. Wear them. I, mine's not in here. <laughs> Whatever. I got a cool bandana. I look like a robber. I got a Green Packers mask. My mom made me a corgi one. Toy. I love that. Very good. Oh, that reminds me. I started watching Cowboy. uh, Katie and I have been watching Cowboy Bebop, and I've never watched it before, and I love it. There's a corgi in it. There's a corgi in it. I won't mention my thoughts on that show. I haven't Um, seen it. I'm only a couple episodes in, and I'm liking it. You can't get Griffin McElroy mad at us. It's his favorite show. (laughs) Um, Well... That's where we cut it, bud. All right. Thanks for listening. Um, Rusev Day is dead forever. And uh, WrestleBoys316 says, you can call me Al. Allie. Yeah.